Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Months or so, a couple of months will, will 
here with Donald Trump, but um, but let's go. Let's. But I wanted to go back just a ways to um, June 23rd, and that's a day that will live in infamy for, for as far as I'm concerned, because that's the day that, that Donald Trump and the Republican-sponsored genocide of the poor, disabled, and elderly Americans began. That's right. I pray to God. Yeah, anyway, that's the title of of the uh, of my essay. It's brief, but it says, "I pray to God He strikes down the Republican Congress and Donald Trump." Angry Americans are now descending on Washington D.C. to confront their government. No mercy will be shown to Trump or Congress, just as they have no mercy shown no mercy to the millions of Americans they are depriving of health care, food, shelter, employment, and education. I cannot describe the national contempt and hatred that exists for these demons. There is no humanity in the Republican Party and little in the Democrat Party. Greed, power, contempt, and hatred for suffering humanity is all Donald Trump and the Republican Congress know and feel. They're worse than Satan and his cesspool demons of hell. They are beneath contempt. Americans can no longer wait until they are cut off from all health care and any life support systems by the U.S. government and strangled by the death grip of corporate hitmen. Recent polls state that 31% of Americans polled believe Trump and the Republican Congress are telling them the truth and are honorable men and women. 69% believe they are crooks and liars. The health care bill is proof they are murderous sociopaths eager to begin their genocide of poor, elderly, and disabled Americans. They have killed millions around the planet with American wars, financial sanctions, poison vaccinations, and spreading man-made plagues and famines throughout the world and in the U.S. It is time for every American and people in every nation to wake up to the attack against them by their own genocidal government made up of ruthless and soulless sociopaths. That's what it is now. That's what it comes down to. Now, that was my essay on June, June 23rd. I, I go back a ways on this. But that was when they came out with, the, uh, with their health care bill, which was so repulsive and so absurd and so cruel that, you know, it immediately was, was kicked back and, and punched back into Trump's face, you know? I mean, it's unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable what, what, what Congress tried to pull on us and the Senate had enough backbone to stop it. But anyway, on June 27th, I wrote, Staring Donald Trump and the Republicans in the eye. And I got a picture of a crocodile there looking at you. I had a friend who once owned a crocodile and a boa constrictor. He kept them in a large separate glass tank, uh, or large separate glass tanks in one of his bedrooms in his condominium. He fed them live rabbits and other rodents. Then... They were well-fed and most and quite quiet most of the time, he said. 
One day while I visited him, he asked me if I wanted to watch him feed his pets. I laughed until I saw him bring out two live rabbits in a small cage. As he opened the door to the tank room, the crocodiles moved quickly to the crocodile moved quickly to the window and stared intently at the cage of rabbits. My friend took one of the rabbits out of the cage, then opened the top of the tank and threw the rabbit into the cage with the, cop, with the crocodile. The crocodile lunged towards the rabbit and grabbed it uh, between its jaws as the rabbit slightly squealed as her head was being swallowed by the crocodile. As, swallowed, as he swallowed the rabbit, he began to chew viciously, cracking the carcass until I caught its attention. As I stared at him in disgust and disbelief at his merciless uh, reptilian cruelty and red-blooded, red-blood-filled eyes staring at me with all the hatred of hell. This happened 20 years ago, but I have never forgotten the look of pure reptilian cruelty and hate. I recognized that look again after 20 years when I looked into Donald Trump's eyes, Mike Pence's eyes, Mitch McConnell's eyes, Ryan, Paul Ryan's eyes, and all soulless Republicans who created the health care bill and are determined to make it law. These are heartless creatures who thrive on the misery and carnage of war and genocide. I have stared hate and evil in the eyes and know what it looks like and will never forget it. We must not allow Donald Trump and the Republican Congress to stay in power and allow ourselves and our neighbors to be murdered and tortured by racism, poverty, lack of health care, and a brutal police state ruled and dominated by fascists. The evil eyes of Republicans and fascists are easy to recognize once you notice the absence of their soul and eyes of absolute darkness. I wrote that on June 27th. That was after they came out with that damn health care bill. I tried to pass it. If you go to my website, you'll see that I posted a number of really pretty pictures. <coughs> I do that to break up the anger a little. Um, to interrupt my passion with the passion of natural beauty. I have a couple of pictures here of, uh, that I posted in uh, on June 30th, and it's uh, pink roses, absolutely beautiful, beautiful flowers. And um, But anyway, I suggest you go there. Um, this was one of the funniest things that, I, that, that happened over the last couple of months. And uh, it was one of... One of uh, Donald Trump's uh, tweets that made me laugh like hell, but I, you know, but, uh, you know, I, none of his tweets since or prior made me laugh. The only reason I say that is because he attacked uh, Joe and uh, uh, Mika, uh, Joe uh, Scarborough, Mika Brzezinski. I mean, two of the worst, the worst uh, commentators I've ever seen. <laughs> but anyway, it's uh, aside from that. Um, I never liked him to begin with before there was a Donald Trump and uh, now afterwards because I've written a number of articles many years ago, um, you know, uh, uh, criticizing them 
But uh, uh, maybe Trump uh, read this article, but, you know, I, I don't know. But this was funny. It's called uh, Crazy Joe and Low IQ Mika. Poor Psycho Joe and Low IQ Crazy Mika. Those are the names that Donald Trump gave uh, gave them. <laughs> this is on, this is on uh, what, July 1st? Yeah, July 1st of this year. Why is the media going bonkers over the latest tweet from the tweeter-in-chief? The... Um, the Scarborough Show never had great ratings until Trump put them on the map this week. Trump has said far worse about other men and women in the news media and other celebrities. Mika and Joe have attacked Trump constantly on their morning show uh, before and after his inauguration. Joe calls Trump crazy and psycho, uh, and Mika crazy and psycho, and Mika calls him names all the time belittling Trump's manhood and intelligence. These two morning morons, these two morning show morons seem to be very vulnerable as they hold hands or something under their desks uh, on camera. Now that they are formally engaged to be married, they can openly hold hands under their desks. Their news is not newsworthy. And since Mika's daddy, Big Z, passed away, the uh, show has no more clout. <coughs> right. That was big, Bazignu uh, Brzezinski, okay? <laughs> the big Z. And uh, it is debatable if Trump would have attacked Mika as low IQ crazy Mika if her father was still calling the shots on foreign affairs. But after this new bout of negative publicity for Mika and Joe, the end of their show may be near. As they fade away into their honeymoon and retire to a home for old network anchormen and women, or do uh, or do paid program commercials like Larry King, or sell their autobiography on QVC and the shopping networks, I am personally immune to Trump's tweets and ignore most of them, and his tweet attack on Mika and Joe was a good one. I haven't laughed at many of his tweets, but this one had me laughing for several days. From now on, every time Mika's face is on camera or in a photo, everyone looking at her will wonder how much of her face is fixed or phony. Maybe under all her makeup, she really looks exactly like her father did. And that could be frightening. Well, Joe looks like he's wearing a full hairpiece or has a weave and definitely has a weekly dye job. Poor Mika would be all white hair if she didn't use Lady Claro Bond regularly. I think Trump won this latest public pissing match. Uh, uh, Psycho Joe and Low IQ Crazy Mika had their public insult coming and will keep crying about it until their show is canceled. The last few people who mocked Donald Trump's hands and sanity were Little Marco, Lying Ted, Crooked Hillary, Crazy Bernie, Low Energy Jeb, Bleeding Megan, uh, On His Knees Romney, No War Hero McCain, and many more lesser-known celebrities and politicians. Beware of Trump's mighty tweets as he continues to bash his critics. I'm looking forward to the G20 summit coming up this month in Europe, and Trump's welcoming committee will be incredible. Europeans have some of the best protest signs and costumes. 
I can imagine the names Trump will call the state leaders who criticize him. Mad Woman Merkel, Macadamia Nut Macron, my, uh, my pal Putin, Tough Teresa, Mika and Joe should take their lumps and go home and not play with Trump anymore before he completely destroys them in a presidential tweet storm. <laughs> that, that was really funny what happened. It really was. Maybe not now, but it was then. Still funny now, if you remember it. But, uh, but anyway. Well, on the 4th of July, let's see. Oh, yeah. On the 4th of July, um, I, put the, I put up this. Now, I'm going to play a little bit of this because in case you happen to miss the fireworks in Washington, D.C., here's the fireworks with a patriotic song, okay? So listen to this for the next minute, and uh, I'll be right back. Um, back in 1933, 
believe it was 33, right before, um, yeah, before um, 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 FDR was elected, and FDR was elected, Franklin Delano Roosevelt was elected as a complete revolutionary candidate, okay, to fight off these, this fascist uh, group, all right, KKK, and everybody was involved with this, okay, but, you know, the fascists were, um, you know, corporatists, they're corporatists, that's what they are, they're corporatists, uh, Mussolini was Italy's um, dictator, okay, during World War II, who we were at war with as well, everybody thinks to remember uh, uh, Japan and, uh, and Germany, but they always seem to forget Italy was part of the uh, part of the uh, um, uh, of the uh, world order there, the Third Reich, okay, uh, and the uh, fascists. So that was what happened, and look, and look what that brought about. It brought about the Holocaust. It brought about the death of 400,000 Americans. It brought about the death of millions of Europeans and Asians, and it was just unbelievable what fascism brought about. And it wasn't uh, until uh, a great American hero, uh, uh, um, General Buckley, um, uh, you know, uh, exposed the fascists for what they were doing um, and trying to take over the military and so on uh, to overthrow the government, the existing government. And uh, they almost did. But then in... Uh, but then, in, uh, uh, then the Americans, in spite of what was going on, uh, voted for Franklin Delano Roosevelt, and he ushered in a whole um, world of New Deal and uh, you know everything the fascists could not stand. All right, so fascism is a no-no, man. And all these patriotic songs and all this stuff was all being sung while people were still getting kicked in the teeth for being the wrong, for being black or Asian, or whatever they were, or German, oh my God. I mean, you know, you know. Uh, nobody remembers this, but Jack Nicholson, back in, uh, when he started off in the 60s uh, uh, playing golf uh, professionally, and started winning, all right, he was, he was uh, booed as a German, you know, you know, yeah, yeah, a Nazi, it was just like, he was never a Nazi, he just had the bad, uh, the bad, uh, um, luck of being named Nicholson. He probably should have called himself Nichols or something and shortened it. But, uh, you know, it was just, you know, he had, a, he had a rough going there at the beginning because of the prejudice, because of the hatred uh, for anyone that wasn't white and American, you know, at that time. So it seems like under the, under the nightmare of Trump, we're back again, you know, with that same problem. So, anyway. Uh, I didn't want to go on too long on these issues, but they're they're kind of important. Now, as anybody goes back to July 7th of this year, Trump and Putin are the bullies at the G20 playground. We almost forgot that news, huh? Remember when Trump went over to the G20 and pulled out of the Paris Accords, pulled out of this, pulled out of that, you know, and <clears throat> threatened all our allies and made a complete asshole out of himself. Well, that's what that's what he did. But let me write let me um 
let me, I'd like to read this uh, just to refresh your memories. Trump and Putin are the bullies at the G20 playground. Huh. If the G20 summit breaks up without any deals with Trump, then Trump and Putin will suddenly resolve all their issues and leave Hamburg together, discussing the possibilities of a Trump versus Putin UFC fight in Las Vegas. Their attorneys will negotiate broadcast and trademark rights for the T-shirt and accessories concessions. Trump and Putin are like the two baddest boys on the playground and push everyone around except each other. Trump would rather uh, hand wrestle uh, or arm wrestle Putin than, bo- uh, than bore each other with a focused, planned agenda of topics. The problem with, uh, with arm wrestling is that Trump couldn't take Putin in an arm wrestling match. Maybe he could win a hot dog eating contest, but he would not lose. He would also lose in a drinking match since Trump claims he never had a drink. I could see all the Russians and Americans going one for uh, going one for one uh, tequilas and vodkas uh, while watching the fight live in every bar in the two countries. Crazier things have ha- are happening in Hamburg, Germany today. A huge demonstration against the G20 and Donald Trump is getting violent, even threatening Melania Trump, which caused her to stay in her hotel in Hamburg. This is where the world has come to. No one is listening to reason anymore. There is little or no consensus in any government. The economic and political differences have divided the world uh, people into two factions, the wealthy and the poor. The climate change agreement does nothing unless it all world governments and the genocidal programs of genetic, genetically modified agriculture and geoengineering the global atmosphere. Anyone can visibly see how their sky is dimmed every day by military planes emitting large white plumes of chemtrails into the sky. Russia, China, and the U.S. have been using these weather modification weapons since World War I. Cloud seeding is a well-known and well-used method for creating rain or changing weather in certain areas or to spray plagues or poisonous gases against the enemy. Regardless what happens at the G20 summit, Trump and Putin will continue their charade as adversaries to fool the world. Trump is in bed with Putin and has been throughout the election and many years before. Trump, uh, Russian money has bailed out Trump's businesses and invested heavily. I hope this article does not send me further into the black hole of censorship, but I cannot say what I must say any other way. Have a happy G20 summit. <laughs> yeah, at least he... But anyway, that's my that's my one of my bitches. Okay, this other thing again. Remember here, I this has got to be followed up by. Um, I wish I could play this. It's too long to play on the show. But one of these days I will. Uh, it's an explosive documentary on Trump's deep ties. It's a YouTube documentary. okay? And if you want to go to the name of it, just go to Explosive Documentary on Trump's Deep Ties to Russia. Or maybe put a documentary on Trump's Deep Ties to Russia 2017. Okay? And check that out because it's absolutely it's about a half an hour 45, no, it's, no, it's a, about an hour or more um, but it's absolutely nails this guy on everything that he's done in the last 30, 30 years with Russia Russia owns his soul yeah, 
Uh, he's in bed, man. Well, this this one is called, this was July 11th. Now, this is when the big nightmare hit. Donald Dumb and Donald Dumber. These are, these are father and son there, team. This is when Donald Jr. came out with the email that exposed his Russian Russian uh, email. Oh, God, it was hysterical. This guy is such a bobo. And this guy doesn't, I mean, can you imagine this idiot is running billions of dollars of, of businesses? I don't believe it. I can't believe anybody this stupid could run a business, okay? But they run it into the ground, but not run it. Donald Trump Jr., just shot himself and Jared Kushner in the foot. All announcing that, by announcing that he had a secret meeting, or rather they had a secret meeting with a Russian lawyer, with a Russian lawyer prior to Donald Trump's election and shortly after he won the Republican primary. Russian fingerprints are all over the Trump presidency and all of Trump's major buildings and businesses. According to Donald Trump Jr.'s statements, he was contacted by a Russian lawyer with close ties to the Kremlin to disclose that they had information greatly damning to Hillary Clinton's campaign. Shortly after this meeting, the DNC and Hillary's emails were divulged by WikiLeaks, proving the DNC rigged the primaries for Hillary and that Hillary's campaign managers and aides were criminal and, and incompetent. The extreme dumbness of Donald Trump and his campaign staff and administration was their continued contacts with Russian operatives during and after the campaign and election and the recent announcement that Jared Kushner requested that the Russians install a back channel to communicate secretly with Russian leaders. This was done even after Obama had evicted and deported the Russian ambassador and staff from their uh, residences in the U.S., and after it was revealed that Obama had Trump's phone conversations tapped. Trump's allegations of wiretapping by Obama proved true, but that it was done by National Security Advisor Susan Rice, who unmasked and identified the Trump staffers who made the phone calls. Okay? That's how Flynn got in trouble. Right? Um, Donald Trump's dumb remarks and tweets regarding no Russian influence, and then firing FBI Director Comey uh, after pressuring him to end the investigation into Russia, and his staff, and especially Mike Flynn, Trump's loyal former fired national security advisor. There is little to commend Donald Trump or Donald Trump or Donald Jr.'s um, actions during this time period, and each day new revelations are coming forward to implicate a serious Russian connection to the Trump administration. The secret meetings of Donald Trump Jr. and the recent no, crime, no cameras or reporters, uh, uh, secret Trump-Putin meeting at the G20 summit in Germany, proves the implications of Russian influence in the Trump election and present and present and past affection uh, Trump has with Putin. The two-and-a-half-hour meeting with Trump and Putin and their secretaries of state and translators was a farce of presidential diplomacy and a major indication that Trump is doing exactly what Putin wants him to do and that he is to pull away from NATO and the European Union and negotiate a Syrian ceasefire, release uh, American sanctions against Russia, and simply be Putin's cock holster. 
All right? You remember uh, Colbert came up with that one? Trump clearly makes Putin and Russians laugh at how he can be so easily manipulated by his greed and stupidity. Most Russians know their government hacked the U.S. election system and intelligence agencies and influenced the Trump election. The only people who are dumber than the Trumps are Trump's supporters who think he's innocent of treason. <clears throat> Trump can thank his, old, his father, old man Trump, for uh, leaving him in a state of $300 million because Trump and Donald Jr., uh, Donald Trump and Donald Jr. Uh, bankrupted his businesses and left Trump and his family desperate for foreign investors to bail them out after they burned all the American banks and investors who lost billions of dollars and would never do business with the Trump family again. The following documentary follows the money trail of Trump, uh, Russian investments in the U.S. and Russia, and other Trump ventures around the world. Trump made the greatest mistake of letting Donald Dummer Jr. run the family business into the ground, while Donald Dumb Sr. runs the country into the ground. And again, I'm going to recommend that you go to this, go to my website, and I, the, the uh, documentary is still there. Download it, or play it there. Expose this documentary on Trump's deep ties to Russia in 2017. Absolutely astounding. Um, What I want to do next, I want to read a couple more. But um, I think what I'm going to do, if I don't, if you don't mind, uh, I'm going to play a song. And this is written by, well, actually, I'm going to play this one last. What I want to do right now is I want to play... Um, I'm going to go for, it's 3 o'clock, so I'm going to go for a quick intermission. But I want you to hear um, this song. And this is a drum song from the Red Dog, uh, Red Dog, yeah, Red, Red Dog, uh, Red Dog, I believe that's the name of this group. Um, I filmed them at the, and this uh, dance at the, uh, this drum, uh, the Red Dog drum group uh, from uh, the, uh, powwow I attended last, uh, on Sunday, uh, in Great Barrington, it was called the Rock, Rattle, and Drum, uh, powwow, and, uh, it was a group of, uh, North American Indians, you know, and, uh, from, mostly from, I would say mostly from the Northeastern area, uh, but more or less, but the costumes were wonderful, and the, the, the it was, it was very good, and I, I'm, I'm a part Indian myself, so I can't, uh, I, I can't deny my heritage there, I love these guys. But a good friend of mine who writes for uh, a reporter for the uh, uh, Country Times, uh, Indian Country Times magazine, uh, when I sent these over to her to take a look at the other day, uh, she laughed and she says, they were really nice pictures, but she says, no one can take a bad picture of an Indian powwow. <laughs> You're probably right, because they're, they're, these are the most photogenic people in the world, I mean, with their costumes so bright and their expressions and their dances and, you know, the colors are so wonderful. And it, it's a, it was just a, it's a great experience to see it. And I put up, actually, I, I took about 150 pictures 
and uh, I put up about 75, about half of them. Um, the others were duplicates or different different things, but these were the most colorful and the most. Uh, the, and these are on my website. Uh, they, they're under uh, um, powwow. You know, uh, if you go to my arts and uh, photography site, it'll, it's the first. Um, it's the first uh, listed um, series. Okay, it's the first listed uh, thing on the right. Okay, so I'm uh, sorry, but or just go down. Just go down because there's an infinite scroll. Just go right down, and you'll come to it, and you'll see it. It just uh, in all my work. But uh, I hope you enjoy that. But the reason I am talking about that is because I wanted to play this, which is a. Uh, I'm not going to play the full five minutes, but I'll play just a couple of minutes of this. Uh, this is the dance, and the uh, there's there's actually two separate drum groups in here, and I think uh, one is for two minutes, the other is for a minute or something like that. But I'll play it for for just a few minutes so you get the idea of what's going on and, and the uh, amazing um, rhythm and the amazing songs and a prayer basically that they're it's it's wonderful. So uh, let me play it for you right now, and I'll be right back afterwards. Hope you enjoy.
was pretty good, wasn't it? Now, I'm going to, uh, uh, I would play the, uh, the rest of that. It's about five and a half, couple more but I, I believe I'm going to end the show tonight with that, that last uh, thing. And this videotape that I got, of course, you can't see, but um, it will be, uh, um, it will be available on, uh, um, I'm sorry, hang on a second, there we go. It will be available on um, YouTube. All right, uh, I'm hoping uh, within the next uh, few days I'll put it up there. But um, I wanted to go back, let's, was in the time we have tonight, I want to touch on um, another, uh, uh, back in uh, July 24th, <laughs> I know I'm, I'm jumping the gun here, but I, I mean, it's a lot, a lot of times I, uh, I just went. Uh, I went from I don't know what, what the last one was, but we jumped a, a week, to July twenty fourth, July twentieth, I believe. Yeah, the uh, when I posted that last one uh, about the um, um, about the piece uh, about the G twenty uh, uh, summit. But let's let's look at this one. This is very interesting. This was, this happened in July twenty fourth. Now we're getting closer to the to the time, but so much is happening. With this, with Trump administration, that in in such a fast period of time, so many explosive things that we uh, that it's almost not impossible to to say, oh my God, I remember that it was terrible. Yeah, but so much is happening that there's more and more and more news on Trump every every day. That's insane. One thing beats out the other. Well, this this is in the on the 24th when Trump hires the mooch. This is on July 24th. Ten days later, Mooch was fired, but uh, but this is Mooch. Why would anybody in the Intelligence Committee want Jared Kushner to go to a closed-door hearing without being under oath? This is the beginning of one of the greatest farces of congressional cover-up and impotence since the 911 investigation, conducted by none other than the king of conspiracy, whitewashing Robert Mueller. The fact that he was unanimously confirmed as special prosecutor tells the world that Trump-Russian influences will all be whitewashed as well. This is my belief, folks. That I think that's why they took Robert Mueller, because the, the crime was so great. They needed it to be covered up, <laughs> like 911. Donald Trump Jr. and Paul Manafort will soon be in another closed-door hearing with the Intelligence Committee, and their personal lawyers advising them to plead the Fifth Amendment, while Trump laughs at the Intelligence Committee by his recent announcement that he can and will pardon anyone, including himself. Remember when he tweeted that? The freaking idiot. And it sounds like he's ready for an indictment of treason and collusion with Russia against himself, his family, and his entire administration. Trump hired the new communications director, Anthony Scaramucci, a born-again hedge fund manager who is disliked by the entire White House staff who were unanimously, unanimously against his hiring. Scaramucci's first public insult to Sarah Huckabee Sanders, pre acting press secretary, 
was to refer publicly to her homeliness by telling her in his first press conference to get a makeup artist. <laughs> honest words. Trump hired his inexperienced rude boo to direct White House communications. The media and SNL, that's Saturday Night Live, would have a feeding frenzy of hysterical parody to par- moments to parody with a cocky, arrogant Trump lover named Scaramucci, or better known as the Mooch. Right? And just a little uh, background on Scaramucci is, uh, if you can go to WikiLeaks, look his name up. Um, you know, he's born uh, on uh, January 6, 1964, and uh, he's an amateur. He's an American entrepreneur. Financier, I'm sorry, financier, uh, political figure, and author. On June 21st, uh, he was July 21st. He was hired by the Trump administration. Okay, he was educated in Harvard, but oddly enough, the Harvard uh, the Harvard uh, Review uh, alumni review that came out listed Scaramucci as dead by accident, but they listed him as dead. Honest to God, I'm not kidding. So, anyway, so much for the long life of Scaramucci. He's even been killed in the... <laughs> by his own university uh, as I'm on a dead roll. Oh, God. And he graduated in 1989, for God. All right. But th- this one, Jeff Sessions is an idiot. Yes, folks. I wrote this on July 26, and it said, Jeff Sessions is an idiot. Anyone who works for the Trump administration now is an idiot. Jeff Sessions, Rex Tillerman, uh, Kellyanne Conway, Stephen Bannon, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Rice Priebus, uh, Rice Priebus are all slated for indictment, resignation, or termination. Anyone left on the White House staff will be undercover FBI and government informants or patriotic Americans who refuse to let Trump destroy the country. Trump fooled everyone, including his staff and family, as to how low down and dirty he really was, or is. He is ready to throw his number one son, Donald Jr., under a bus. Why why would anyone think he would spare them a worse fate? He's convinced, based on his recent tweet storm, that he can pardon anyone, including himself. Above and beyond all other connects, all others connected to Trump's administration, Jeff Sessions is without a doubt the biggest fool. Trump is daily bashing him and wants him to resign. But he will not because he likes his job, he said. I am concerned that Sessions, without a doubt, is an idiot. I once thought that he had some integrity, but it appears that he has none. He's a Trump cockholster. He's a cruel, ignorant, and racist prick. He wants to seize all money and property owned by people arrested, regardless of, the, of the, if they are guilty or not. This is these are new orders that he came down with. He wants them to. He, he's, he's authorizing uh, 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 police uh, and cities to to seize any money and any property owned by people they arrest regardless if they're guilty or not, or if the, or if the uh, arrest is even warranted. Right? He wants longer incarcerations for drug users and dealers. He wants to abolish legal marijuana, regardless if it is legal in more than half the states. He refuses to acknowledge the proof that cannabis is an effective medical treatment for many illnesses. 
discussions clung on to Trump and pushed his campaign ahead, regardless of how ignorant, racist, and outright insane Donald Trump is. This says it all about Sessions. Donald Trump wants to fire Sessions, and Sessions is too stupid to leave willingly. Before Trump completely humiliates him in an insane tweet storm and on-air put-downs. The thought of Sessions' replacement might be Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> must have, uh, uh, must make Sessions' head spin around. Giuliani is a, is a cross-dressing, uh, no, this is true now, he's a, cross, no, a well-known cross-dresser. Knighted by the Queen of England, which he was, lay, lack, lying sack of deviant crap, which he is. And he has no credibility with Trump's right-wing base, and he has no credibility with Congress or any honest law enforcement agent in government. And I read, and I state, honest, okay, honest law enforcement agent in government. This is Rudy, Rudy Giuliani isn't. Right? I will bet that the mooch will fire the entire White House staff as he threatened publicly to do. And then... Fire, Trump will fire him as he is indicted for money laundering, Russian mob billion, uh, laundering Russian mob billions into Trump's businesses and presidential campaign. What more can anyone expect from Trump or a former hedge fund manager nicknamed the Mooch? If I, if it weren't really happening, the entire Trump election administration could be a great political thriller on HBO or Netflix, which would make House of Cards look like a children's series. Now, this is prophetic because this was when he hired the Mooch, okay? He hadn't, he hadn't fired Mooch yet, right? This was on the 26th. And Mooch had uh, four more days to go. <laughs> but I said, I'll bet that the Mooch will fire the entire White House staff, and he tried to, okay? He threatened to do it, and then when he came in, he did, right? The greatest concern isn't that Trump fires everyone on his staff. My concern is that the Democrats and Robert Mueller aren't uh, serious and are playing political theater. They have taken no real actions to impeach Trump or indict him for high crimes and treason, just as they did nothing to Hillary for all of her crimes. Either the Democrats strike now and put the dagger into Trump's presidency, or they will lose again in 2018 and with no credibility, and Trump will continue his insanity with the Republicans until 2020 when the country is in a complete nosedive and nothing will help it from crashing and burning with no survivors. Folks, this is my warning. This is a prophetic thing that happened. Scaramucci, I had no idea Scaramucci was, was going to get fired, and he did just a couple of days later. Before I wrote, After I wrote this, he, uh, he was fired. But before that, he fired Spicer and he fired Priebus and whoever, somebody else, some third rail guy, but uh, but uh, lesser known, and uh, a whole bunch of people quit. I think it was seven seven people quit or something recently. And then this week after this nightmare that, that he did, everything blew up, and everybody left his leaving him. Now, the next one, this is funny, July 31st, that was the day that uh, the Mooch got fired. Trump hired him on uh, July 20, uh, right, yeah, I believe it was July 21st, or July 24th was when I wrote that other article. Sessions article I wrote on the 26th of July. Now this one is, Trump fires the mooch. That's right, this is on July 31st. 
Anthony Mooch, Scaramucci was fired this morning from his job as Donald Trump's communication director, which he unofficially held for 11 days. He was scheduled to begin work on August 15th. Uh, I and millions of Americans have, are having a great laugh at the Mooch and Trump today. It appears for the Washington Post report today that General Kelly and the new chief of staff requested Mooch be fired. Oh, well. There is just in the system. Uh, there is justice in the system. Some people deserve to be fired before they are officially hired. And too bad he didn't fire Trump. If we didn't fire Trump before he got hired, the thought of Hillary Clinton being elected president created an extreme bipolar nightmare facing the American people. Hillary, with help from the Russians, the FBI, and DNC, uh, Democratic National Committee, incompetence lost the election. And we got stuck with Trump. Trump is a menace to himself and everyone. Why Rex Tillerson and Jeff Sessions are hanging on, um, are hanging on to Trump's pant legs baffles me. Two men who were at the top of their professions as a U.S. senator and a CEO of ExxonMobil became duped to serve as lackeys to pull, to polish the shoes of Donald Trump before he kicks them in their asses. If they have any self-respect left, now that they have been exposed to the Trump sycophants they really are, they should resign immediately. We can only hope that Donald Trump will also soon realize that he must resign before he is swept away in a hurricane of hatred by the American people, never before seen in history against a newly inaugurated president. His failures as a president are overwhelming and are threatening his country daily. So long, Mooch. Maybe your wife will take you back since uh, she filed for divorce two weeks before she gave birth to your second child while you were at the Boy Scout speech with Trump. It hasn't been a great month for the Mooch, but it has been a historically memorable one for America. <laughs> That's so true. That was July 31st, okay, just a couple weeks ago. Now, this one I wrote the next day on August 1st, and this was right after we were all convinced that uh, Trump was just just crazy. Now, when glory ends, when glory ends, Trump is crazy. He hired and fostered the mooch, the most foul-mouthed, belligerent bastard ever placed in a position of power in the U.S. government. Scaramucci is what Donald Trump is. He is the mouth of Trump. He is the spit and the foul breath of Donald Trump. Trump hired the mooch to get rid of Sean Spicer and Rince uh, Priebus uh, in the most publicly embarrassing way. This cut out the two remaining remnants of the Paul Ryan Wisconsin loyalists and White House spies for the Republican Party. I am completely puzzled by the reaction of men like Rex Tillerson, Jeff Sessions, and, John, and General John Kelly, who have joined the ranks of Trump's incompetent cabinet. These three men were once respected men of intelligence and achievement in their careers. Rex T. was the CEO of ExxonMobil. Jeff Sessions was a long-established federal senator and former attorney general. Right? <laughs> and John Kelly was a brigadier general. How have these men lowered their standards to become the lackeys of Donald Trump and allow themselves to be kicked by him any time he feels like it? Jeff Sessions has proven to be a great disappointment. He is a liar, a racist, and an idiot. Rex Tillerson 
should have more intelligence and sense of self-worth than Sessions. He should resign from his position and be rid of the embarrassment showered down upon him publicly and daily by Trump's foul-mouthed, angry, and insane tweets. John Kelly is perhaps the most confusing to me. Here is a man who was an early supporter of Donald Trump, just as was Jeff Sessions. They gave Trump credibility he never deserved. Either Trump is the biggest liar the world has ever known and offered these men the chance to rule the world with him, or these three amigos are now realizing they look as foolish as the original three amigos in the famous movie farce with Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, and Martin Short. Remember that great movie? That was funny as hell. And uh, it's too strange to see how fast their glory has dissolved into a cloudy wax molded by the clumsiness of Donald Trump. Integrity and honor have fled these, from these men in any historical perspective of the final days of their careers. Serving Donald Trump is the most dis- desperate, dog-like job in the world, having to bow their heads low and smile stupidly to their moronic master. That's when glory ends, folks. That was on August 1st. Um, we're at close tonight. I wanted to... Um, I think I want to close with um, one song tonight. I wanted to play. I might go over a little bit on this one. tribute to uh, Glenn Campbell, and uh, uh, he just passed away this week, and uh, I, I put this tribute up for him uh, on August 9th, uh, I'll read it, it's just Glenn Campbell tribute, but I have a video here that I'm going to play uh, of uh, Gentle On My Mind that he sang, and uh, if you were a child or adult in the late 1960s and 70s, Glenn Campbell and his music were part of your music lexicon. Songs like Rhinestone Cowboy, By the Time I Get to Phoenix, Wichita Lineman, Gentle on My Mind, and many of his other songs were played on radio every day of the year. There was nothing not to like about Glenn Campbell. His charm, his wit, and tremendous talent made him an American music icon, and he played with almost every famous country and pop musical artist in the U.S. His television show was highly rated, and his his amazing guitar playing and singing voice was respected by every musician in the world. Glenn Campbell died yesterday. I posted this on August 9th. He died on August 8th. Um, But his music legacy will never die or be forgotten by his millions of fans. And with that, I'm going to just play this musical tribute there that he has. Carlton Jarvis, and he did it too slow. He did it too slow. You did it faster. That was it. Well, do it the way you did it. Okay. It's knowing that your door is always open and your path is free to walk. That makes me tender. 
was. I don't know his personal life, but his 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 uh, professional life was was one of uh, to to admire and, and say, wow, what a what a great performer, you know. But this one this one really is. Uh, this happened on the 14th, which was two days ago. Um, I believe. Um, yeah, uh, for two, two or three days ago now. In, uh, I believe it was on Sunday. Um, was it Sunday? Monday? Well, whatever it was. Um, the uh, the day that the uh, uh, big uh, rally with the KKK and everything happened in Charlottesville. This is brief, but I, and I have some uh, videotape of a speech that was given by David Duke and Mike Enoch, uh, two of the. Uh, organizers of that rally and speakers there, uh, ultra-right KKK, uh, you know, uh, members. And uh, but I, this, the name of this essay uh, is called "Trump Equals Hate." Donald Trump has an approval rating of 25 percent and falling based on current polls. The only Americans that approve of his presidency are alt-right neo-fascist super. Uh, white supremacists. This is why we will not alienate his own. This is why he will not alienate his own followers by denouncing them for the Charlottesville riot that hurt 19 people and killed one. The insanity of these alt-right and white supremacist groups is apparent in their leader, Donald Trump. Trump is a racist, just as his father was. Trump is a fool that will pay for his stupidity in his major downfall around about to happen. He can't hide who he is anymore. The country and world have marked him as a racist. Ignorant autocrat, even the idiot Kim Jong-un is playing Trump for a fool. The U.S. and every other country regrets the day Donald Trump became president although Hillary Clinton may have been worse. Yesterday, the CEO of Merck Pharmaceutical, who was a black American, resigned from the White House Council of, of Manufacturers Excuse me, because of his disgust by Trump's refusal to condemn white supremacists in the riot of Charlottesville, Virginia, on Saturday. Former KKK member David Duke made a statement during the riot stating, Donald Trump knows it was white people that won him the presidency. And Trump realizes that, it, that if he condemns white racists now, he will lose that rest of that base and become the first president in history with a zero approval rating in his first seven months in office. This weekend, Trump has shot himself in the foot and continues to shoot himself in his defense of Steve Bannon, uh, alt-right idiots, and Bart Bright's maniacal spokesman and journalist, Milo, and the other crazies. There is no place in America for racism, regardless of its color or gender. Anyone who leads this country based on his racial hatred for a vast majority of Americans will soon be destroyed by his own petty, defenseless ignorance and those in his administration. All, it all, it's all over for Trump, for you, and it's all over, it's all over Trump, for you, and your racist minions, except for the wailing and gnashing of teeth, as you and they are convicted and locked up never again to see daylight. And I'll end with this. 
um, I wrote on the 15th. A fire. Fighting fire with fire. War is fire. Red hot blast of bombs and torches setting fire to buildings and homes around the world. War is emotional fire that causes insanity and death. Yesterday's alt-right idiot, uh, I'm sorry, Saturday's alt-right riot in Charlottesville, Virginia, is not the first racial riot caused by white supremacist, neo-fascist hate groups. I can understand how the most ardent racists could, under, could condemn the removal of Robert E. Lee's statue and others who led the Confederate Army into slaughter and held high and proud the flag of slavery and discrimination for all the world to see. The mass enslavement and murders of black men, women, and children can never be rationalized. The fire of hatred in some American white people will never be extinguished by the waters of rational thought. Those who were fired up emotionally showed it themselves in Charlottesville last weekend as ignorant, angry, and brainless bands of white men and women marching, shouting, and raging against everything non-white. The moron who drove his car into a group of anti-right-wing protesters became the national poster boy for all completely stupid white boys and men who believe they are superior beings and have the right to kill and condemn anyone or any institution that isn't white. The insanity of the white right movement is beyond all national and responsible speech. The rally for racism has no right to exist anywhere. All people can disagree or agree with another one another. However, racial hatred becomes the torch that sets fire to all alt-right and white national rallies and speeches. Free speech is an American right and should be a human right, but far too much is censored by the media or the government that could be incendiary if the truth were allowed to be heard unfiltered and uncensored. Satanism and evil in all of its forms permeates the pulpits of all Christian, Muslim, Jew, and religious sects. Their ignoble attempt to, uh, to convince their followers that their message is the truth of God has always been forced upon the world by fires and wars. Each religion claims God as their defender. God never agreed to allow his faith to murder, rape, pillage in his name. White racist groups in America cling foolishly to their white racist Christian preachers and pedophile priests, confusing any and all divine message with hate, greed, and sexual deviance. Fire is a great cleanser that destroys or provi provides comfort. Fire for warmth, cooking, and industry are good, controlled uses for this explosive and dangerous force of nature. However, fire allowed to grow uncontrolled can only bring destruction and devastation to everyone and everything. Donald Trump's openly racist beliefs has set a torch to the angry, forgotten souls of the American working classes and especially white American men. Their losses are not caused by an irresponsible government or any specific group or race of people. 
Their losses are because of their own hatred, ignorance, and mindless contempt for anyone who is not white. This is insanity. This is neo-fascism. This is alt-right. This is the out-of-control fire in America about to consume us all in another fierce civil war. Donald Trump and his racist minions must be brought down from power and influence in the U.S. Trump's indictment and impeachment must be brought soon, or this uncontrolled fire of hate will consume the entire country. And with that, folks, I want to thank you. I know I've gone over my hour here. I'm hoping that this is all being recorded, which I believe it is. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, uh, I have one more, th- one more song for you tonight. Huh. And uh, it's called Woody Guthrie Sings About Donald Trump. Now, Woody Guthrie. knew his father and knew him but he's also writing about a fascist what fascists are and uh, I'm going to end tonight with this and uh Well, I used to be a pretty fairly nice 
Hunter till I turned the scab and then I turned off yeller. Fought every union with teeth and toenail and I sprouted a six-inch stinger right in the middle of the tail and I growed horns. Then I cut them off. I wanted to fool you. I hated union everywhere because God likes union and I hate God. Well, if I can get the path to hate and lean, that tickle me more than anything I've seen. Then get the colors to fight one another and friend against friend and brother and sister against brother, that'll be just this. Everybody's brains are boiling in turpentine and their teeth falling out all up and down the street. That'll just suit me fine. Cause I hate everything that's union and I hate everything that's organized and I hate everything that's planned. I love to hate and I hate to love. I'm mean. I'm just mean. that, my friends, was Woody Guthrie singing about Donald Trump. And uh, we'll end the show tonight. Thanks for listening. And uh, tune us in again uh, next week. And uh, keep tuning if, uh, in case I have another show planned soon uh, during the daytime. I'll, I'll, I will announce it, though. But, uh, but uh, I hope you all uh, have a good weekend. And I hope you all get a chance to hear this show. And uh, I wish you the best. Good night. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.